0: Happy new, Happy new Year! You know why, right? Okay, that's good. Good Catholics. Okay. Uh, Happy New Year! Yes, first Sunday of Advent is the new liturgical year, uh, and we start with uh, a serious message, actually. So no fireworks today, um, but we'll have, we'll get into into that. Season of Advent, let's talk really briefly about this one, then go really to the essence of of today's um, uh, readings. So, as you know, Advent is not about Christmas, right? Yes, okay. Why, because on December 17th, we will switch to the prayers, uh, specifically, you know, directly uh, towards Christmas. But for now, for the next three weeks, Three Sundays of Advent, we are going to talk about the second coming of Jesus, okay? So we are between two comings of Jesus. The first one was 2,000 years ago when he was born. The second one, we don't know when, but we know it's going to happen, right? So that's, that's the message for today's Sunday. You get all these readings when this like, stay awake, be ready, okay? Because he's coming, he's coming. And we don't like it. We don't like it, but we don't know when Jesus is coming back. We love schedules, okay? We really do. And the proof is that, you know, that we say Mass here at Lourdes at 10 a.m., right? Just imagine what would happen if I told you like, okay, we're gonna have Mass next Sunday, but I'm not gonna tell you when. So just between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m., okay? You'll figure it out. No, and Father Vital, Father Sean, or Father Brian, one of us, you don't know which one, will be coming out from the sacristy between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Uh, probably you will switch the parish next weekend to <laughs> All Souls, you know, Holy Name, maybe St. St. Louis. Uh, but we love schedules. That's the point. We love to know when something is going to happen. Uh, each one of you, I guess, uh, uh, use a calendar. You know, you have your own private schedule. We do, sch- we, do we do schedules for <coughs> anything in this world. You know, uh, uh, if you want to go to the movie theater, you have to check. You know, what time they they you know uh, they show different movies. Uh, anything has a schedule, but there is no schedule for. Jesus' second coming, which makes us uncomfortable, uncomfortable. So again, Advent is the season to look forward to His second coming and get ready for this one, and get ready. So here is my message, but I, I used the same one a year ago, and I'm just repeating some stuff today. Please, 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 don't decorate your houses yet. Okay, don't do it. Your father tells you, "Don't do it." Okay, listen to your father, because I am your father, right? (laughs) That's Darth Vader from Star Wars. (laughs) Don't do it, please. It's not a sin, of course. Uh, But that's the point. Let's wait. I know what the world is pushing, you know. I, this morning I was driving from Saint Louis to Lourdes. I usually turn on the uh, there is like a Christian radio. Way FM Way Fm Jingo Bells. Oh my guys, you are Christians. I know you are not Catholics, I get it. Maybe you don't get some stuff, but please like it's Advent. I mean they don't do Advent, but I mean they do, but in different, a different approach. Let's just wait. Let's wait, okay? We will, December 17th, it's like the last week before Christmas, this is actually the, the, the time you should do it. A year ago, I said the same thing on the first Sunday of Advent, and on Monday, I went to one of the families here at Lourdes for a dinner, and they had a beautiful Christmas tree in their living room. And they were like, yeah, Father, we know, we know, but we love Christmas. I'm like, so do I, but you know what's, what the point is, you know? Just just wait, 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 wait. It tastes much better when it's like the last moment. Why? Because like in Poland, uh, my own family tradition is that we do like decorations like the day before, so it's actually for us December 23rd. That's the day when you do decorations. You wait to the last moment and actually the kids are supposed to do it, you know? Uh, Christmas tree. Uh, Some people, uh, we had coffee and donuts after 8am and I was talking to a few families, they said, Father, we have an advent tree already in our living room and we do advent parties, okay? And we buy advent, you know, toys. Not Christmas. I'm like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) If you can, if it's already up, again, that's not a sin. It's not like 11th commandment, do not decorate your house for Christmas here on the first Sunday of Advent. But if you can, just please wait. I know kids will be pushing you. I love Christmas. I really do. More than Easter, I would say, even. But let's wait. Let's wait. Let's wait. Let's get, uh, let's get ready for uh, Jesus coming. But you know, everything in this in this life has its own uh, time. Now, as you may remember, Archbishop will ask all of us to preach about specific uh, topic each Sunday of Advent, so you can get ready for the Eucharistic uh, revival in two years in uh, in Indianapolis uh, in July 2024. But Archbishop asked all of us, you know, let's, let's go back and let's think about the essence, about, about the essence of our uh, life. And for us Catholics is specifically the Eucharist, the source and summit of our faith. And the theme, the main one, as you may remember, for Advent is the Eucharist as the sacrament of charity. And today's topic given to us by Archbishop is, let's talk about, Three major enemies of charity: sloth, envy, and pride. Okay, let's talk about these guys: sloth, envy, and pride. So let's take the first one. It's sloth. Uh, Sloth doesn't mean uh, laziness. Okay, that's not what it means. Sloth. That's what I have here. This is from Archbishop. So it's not me. If you have something against it, it's, it's not me today really. Sloth is not merely laziness but sorrow or sadness toward what is good for the soul. Okay, That's what the sloth is. Sloth is about the sadness. Sadness that motivates us to not pursue what is ultimately good for us. So being a workaholic Okay, it's, not, it's not okay, but you can still be lazy if you love working. You can still be lazy, okay? Because again, sloth, from our perspective, Christian perspective, is again, not laziness, but sorrow or sadness towards what is good for my soul, for my spiritual development, okay? So you can work 16 hours a day you can still be lazy spiritually. And here is the few, uh, I would say, outcomes that happen when you are really Slav on a spiritual, when you practice sloth on a spiritual level. So depression, anxiety, seeing faith as the restriction on freedom and inability to forgive. So these four, again, depression, anxiety, seeing faith as a restriction on freedom and inability to forgive. Forgive. Because if I don't pursue what's good for me, for my spiritual development, and I still work a lot, depression just follows. And let me tell you, I hear it a lot in a confessional. 60-70% of you say that in a confessional. Depression, different kind of you know in intensity, but it happens. Anxiety, faith, you know something. And all these Ten Commandments is just kind of like an, like an obstacle. I would be really developing, but you know like do not this, do not that, da 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 da. Just it blocks me. And then the last one, what really happens is inability to forgive. Because if there, again, if there is no foundation of love, and then love really comes in, then I'm not able to, to forgive. I'm not able to forgive. Second, envy. This one is, should be much easier to understand. Envy, so this is what I have here. Despising others for their good fortune, both spiritual and in the world. So, despising others for their good fortune, both spiritual and in the world. So, a few examples in our culture that uh, are connected to envy. Obsession with comparing to others. Social media, which is connected to uh, comparing. And that we believe to be realities, realities. Being irritated or skeptical about the conversions of others and last but not least, the spirit spirit of judgment. As you can see, just like me and I compare myself to others. Why do I do that? Because I'm jealous. Okay, there is envy. We do this. Gossiping is connected to this one as well. Why we do this? Because we want to feel better. So usually you take someone whom you think, oh, here, she is much worse than me. So I feel good. So it's about feeling better. Okay. But envy is the main enemy But uh, I would say, gives birth to, to all of these uh, outcomes. Social media is a huge one. Uh, I don't have really like I have just one platform. It's Facebook, uh, but I just use it to be connected to some of my friends who are in Poland. I don't really post much and so on. But you know, I sometimes find myself when I can scroll like for like hours. I'm like, what am I doing here? You no, know, I see what my friends do, right? But what's the point, really? Some people use Advent as kind of like a little Lent. You can have some kind of resolutions for uh, Advent. Uh, some people still do like, no Facebook for Advent. Just delete the, the app and see if you can survive for the next four weeks. You can. You can. I'm still thinking, you know, this, this, com- this last week I was like, those of you who were like growing up in a pre internet era, uh, that that was great. Like in the '90s, that when I was born, like 1990, I didn't have cell phone or computer. I was just spending my whole summer outside playing soccer uh, with my friends, and so there was not really like screen a screen. Uh, just you know, maybe for for a a cartoon in the evening at 7 p.m., and after that I had to go to bed, because that that was the rule at my house when I was a kid. So now when I see how screens are taking over uh, our lives and we we can still be with people, but not really be with them, and we just compare our lives to others, you know? But I can tell you, you, Think about, you know, if, if maybe all these like, platforms, they, they, too, too, they take too much time of my life. Uh, usually it, it happens. And this, the pictures that you can see on the screen, this is not, not really real life of these people. Because again, I, can, I'm, I'm, I cannot tell you really, but I have some of you on Facebook, right? And I have all my friends from Poland. But then in a confessional, I, I, really, I really know what happens in your life, not what's here on in Instagram, right? Let's think. Envy. Because maybe this one takes too much, uh, too much of my time. And last but not least is uh, pride. The last enemy, pride. Pride is when I say that I don't want to be subject to God's will uh, for my life. You no, I will be in charge. I know how to live. No one will tell me what I should do, right? So what charity is for the virtues, pride is for every sin. Some saints said that pride is the, the root of all the sins. That's why that's, that's the first one on the list of a deadly sins, pride. Pride. So again, if we grow in charity, we grow in everything good. If we grow in pride, uh, we just grow in everything bad. So let's think again: slav, envy, and pride—two uh, huge enemies of, of charity. Of charity. Let's let's take a moment. I would say this week uh, to think if I have problems with some of these guys. Because I, I, can, I can tell you, probably you do. Each one of us struggle with something. And as a priest who works here at this parish, as your parish priest, uh, I have this privilege to give you know, homilies uh, every weekend. Father, they should be really connected to your lives. Because I, Father Brian and Father Sean, when we hear your, your confessions, we know really what's going on in your lives, then we can adjust our message on Sunday and we can really hit spiritually few of you. Whenever I sit in a confessional, uh, I always experience God's mercy and, and your openness when you go to confession because that's the place where you have to be you. You cannot pretend. That's not Facebook or an Instagram, right? You have to go there and be honest with the priest. What I can tell you is that this is a beautiful sacrament, sacrament of confession. When you just go and you have to tell God ultimately, you know, all my mistakes since my, my last confession, what I've done wrong. Because there is always something. I told Father Brian that confessional is for me like Las Vegas. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs> what happens in a confessional stays in a confessional. The seal of confession. I cannot tell you you know, what each one of you did because I would be excommunicated. That's what the church says. I wouldn't be allowed to say mass anymore for you. It's really serious. Why? Because God loves us so much. We have problems with these guys. Envy, love, and pride. We do. We do. Each one of you. But this week, this season of Advent, we are supposed to think, okay, I'm su- I need to get ready for Jesus' second coming. I need to improve my life. There is always something I need to work on. There is always something. To fight against pride is to be obedient to God's will, to be subject to Him, And again, Jesus is the best teacher ever because he did it on the cross. He was obedient up to the point of death, right? He was obedient. If we want to do really God's will, let's do what what Jesus did. Let's really have a really great relationship with him, work on our uh, problems, Go to confession this this season of Advent uh, because it will help you to get ready for uh, Christmas and, again, for the second coming of Jesus. We don't really think about the second coming of Jesus. Probably for most of us, it's going to be our death. That's when life ends, and that's the time when you face... uh, got? Sometimes I give you some homeworks and one of them is, I think, I think I've given this before, it's good to think maybe today, let's say I'm gonna die tomorrow, what would I do today? You know, I have 24 hours to, leave, to live. What will I do for the next 24 hours? Whenever I ask these questions, this question, the specific one, people always say, I would call my parents or my spouse, you know, or I would go for a nice dinner. I would say goodbye to all my relatives. I would spend time with them. I would forgive someone. No one ever said to me, I would buy a new iPhone. Never happened. No one cares about material goods when you know, like, I'm gonna leave this world. People just switch, and you, you don't have to believe in God. People just do it, because we are spiritual beings as well. Each one of us was made by God, so we have this, this, this within us. We know, like, this is not the end. I always do this at funerals. When I have casket here, I tell people, do you believe that this is the end? Oh. atheist, Buddhist, Protestants, Christians, Catholics, everyone's like, no, that's not the end. No, it's not. It's not. Let's take this season of Advent uh, as a moment, as a time to, to prepare ourselves to face God, whenever it is. And let's work, starting today, to get ready for Christmas, Seriously, let's take ready to to face him. Let's work on our uh, problems, our issues. Let's fight love, envy, and pride. And let's increase our charity. Because if we do, then we are able to love God, love our neighbors, uh, love our enemies. And we won't be afraid of death. That's what every saint uh, experienced. They were never afraid of death. They were smiling. If you read about the witnesses from the ancient world, uh, martyrs uh, were dying with smiles on their faces because they knew, I'm going to see Jesus in a few minutes. There was a story you heard about this probably. There was a French man 100 years ago. Uh, He was robbing the bank. He was before he was captured, he killed a policeman and then uh, he was sentenced to death and he knew, he knew when he will be killed. He converted in prison and he wrote a journal about his conversion. You can still read it. Now this man who killed someone who is a murderer, he is considered to become a saint. And A few hours before he was killed, he wrote in his journal, I'm so happy because in a few hours I will see Jesus. Like a good thief. Lord, remember me when you go to your paradise, to your kingdom. Let's do the same. Let's focus on the uh, sacrament of charity, the source and summit of our faith.